Brother Song Hong from San Francisco Temple. Thank you for having me today. Spring has come to San Francisco and flowers are blooming in the temple yard beautifully. But I think that spring is coming to the consciousness of humanity too. Throughout the pandemic, many people, including me, have reflected on the way we have lived on the planet and started to find a way to coexist with both mankind and the earth. Perhaps North Carolina temple members are also praying, meditating, and studying Dharma more these days than ever before. Dharma friends around me seem to practice with more sincerity during this particular period of time. Finding our true nature and connecting ourselves to it is not different from connecting ourselves to Mother Nature. When we neglect our true nature, we get more addicted to our small ego and we exploit Mother Nature to satisfy our desires and needs. So today, I would like to talk about finding and activating the true nature. Let me start with a fish story. Let's say one day a fish visited you and asked, what is my original nature and who am I? Even if we are an ordinary people and not gods, we are able to answer the fish in a more prophetic way as we have higher consciousness. This is because we have seen the ocean from the outside and see the ocean as a whole, not just what is in front of the fish. We are able to provide the fish with a different perspective. We can say to fish like this, your original nature, original source is the ocean. Your flesh and blood was made of the ocean. All your friends are from the same source as you. You were born from the ocean, you eat the ocean, you breathe the ocean, and you will one day be the ocean once again. You look totally different from the ocean, but the truth is, you are the ocean. At the same time, you are a fish. Then the fish may ask a question again. What is the ocean and where is it? Why can I not see it? If someone asks the same question to you as the fish did, what is my original source and who am I? then what answer would you give? Regarding a fish, the answer seems pretty clear, but when we apply the question to ourselves, it seems a little confusing. Then, close your eyes.
and go up to the sky with your consciousness. And then look down at the earth as if you are looking at the ocean from the outside of it. What can you see? Boundless voidness. Then you can say something to the person like your original source or nature is boundless voidness. All things in the universe have the same source. Your blood and flesh was made of voidness. You are from the voidness, it, breed, and live it. And you finally return and be united with it. You look completely different from the voidness, but you are a physical form of voidness. Look at where your joy and sorrow arise and cease. Look at where your thoughts and feelings come and go. All things arise and cease from the voidness. Your true nature is void and voidness is your true nature. But because it is a realm where things arise and cease, we cannot say it is void. It is void and it is not at the same time. Then the person will ask if it is within us and if it is my true nature, why can't I see it now? How can you know if there is a silence here? You cannot see the silence. Silence is revealed only through sound. If there is no silence, you can hear the sound. It is interdependent. You cannot separate the sound from silence. In the same way, voidness is able to reveal only through its function. Where can we see it? In Dharma words on Iron the founding master Sotesan describes where it is as this. This one sound is to be used when we use our eyes. It is perfect and complete, orderly, impartial, and selfless. This one sound is, is to be used when we use our ears. It is perfect and complete, orderly, impartial, and selfless. This one song is to be used when we use our tongue. It is perfect and complete, orderly, impartial, and selfless. This one song is used is when we use our body 
when we use our mind, it is perfect and complete, utterly impartial and selfless. This one song symbolizes our void, true nature. When we see, hear, smell, taste, touch, and think, we actually use our true nature. Our six sense organs are kinds of like hardware if we compare them with the computer system. Indeed, without the hardware, no matter how smart the software may be, we cannot bring in and out the information easily and fully. Without software, however, computer is just an empty shell. Our one son, true nature, for example, is a super software embedded in us. So, one son is also called the void and calm numinous awareness. It is aware and awake all the time. For example, even if we fall asleep, it's still awake and observe our dream. We say, I slept last night and I dreamt this and that. How do you know you were sleeping? What is this which never falls asleep? In the principal book of One Buddhism, at part three practice, and chapter five, essential cases for questioning, there is a question that is, I have a volume of scripture that is written without paper or ink. It does not contain a single word, yet always radiate light. What does this mean? Each of us, whether you are good, bad, educated, uneducated, old, young, rich, poor, healthy, unhealthy, wholesome, unwholesome, enlightened, unenlightened, one Buddhist or not, as a volume of scripture written without paper or ink and no words. This scripture is made of light. It is always unfolded and shines by itself within us. What is the radiant scripture? It is the void, calm, numinous awareness in us. The scripture with no disturbance, delusion, and wrong radiate lies within us. Because we have already this awareness in us before we learn and experience things. We, when we do something wrong secretly and nobody knows about it but you, we start to feel uncomfortable 
from deep inside of our mind instinctively. Because the light of precepts in our true nature is radiating, we feel uncomfortable on our own before somebody indicates it to us. It is always aware. We cannot deceive ourselves even if we deceive everyone else on the earth. Hundreds of thousands of scriptures in the world cannot be brighter, wiser, and righteous compared to your true nature of scripture. The more we read this scripture, the more it radiates. This scripture is not a static scripture, but a living scripture. Because it is a living scripture, when it needs to be big, it becomes big. When it needs to be small, it becomes small. It depends on a user. You can use it as a supercomputer or you can use it as, a, as an elementary level of a computer. We use the scripture when we use our eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, and mind consciousness. Turn your gaze inward, dropping off all noise. That's it. If we do not turn our gaze inward and read our radiant scripture, it will be left neglected. And then we'll try to look for and find the nature by reading thousands of other books with words, ink, and paper. All Buddha said was, there's no Buddha outside of your mind. Buddha is within us. What books are you reading now? What books are you reading now? Let me conclude my talk by hoping we all read our radiant and numinous scripture within us. Thank you. Thank you.